Hey guys, welcome to the People's Silent Speaker Podcast. Here, we are going to be giving thought-provoking discussions on the subject of today. Oh my gosh, yes. This... We're going to be talking about the truth of what's really going on in this country, because it is... Oh my gosh, there's a lot. And... And we're really excited for this, though. So, uh, let's stop wasting time and let's get right into the episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the People's Silent Speaker podcast. Here on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk and how he has not only bought just 9% of Twitter, but how he has bought the entirety of it. He has spent $43.5 billion, which is a crazy amount of money, no matter how much you splice it, and how this is going to change everything for the left and the right and for free speech on non-government platforms, even though they still follow what the government wants them to. So let's get right into that. So recently, Elon Musk has purchased all of Twitter for $43.5 billion, which is crazy because Twitter had a market cap evaluation of like $38 billion, and so Elon is paying like $5 billion more than he actually probably should have, but that definitely was part of sealing the deal, which is awesome. I mean, that's like 16% of his entire wealth. Like it's not, it's, it's <laughs> like, it's just his pocket change. I mean, like he has spent not that much money from his perspective. And it's just really interesting to see how the left is reacting to this. So the Democrats have decided that Elon Musk is very bad, bad, bad for Twitter. Why? It's because he's going to allow free speech. Let's say that again. He <laughs> He's bad because he's going to allow free speech. Okay, let that sink in. Think about that for a second. The left is saying that they don't want free speech. They're not directly saying it. Some of them are actually, but uh, most of them are saying that they just don't like Elon Musk and they don't like all these things he's going to do. They don't want billionaires running Twitter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Didn't they? <laughs> weren't they just run by a bunch of millionaires and billionaires on the board of Twitter? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting the logic there. You see, the left, I feel like the left's strategy for basically everything is just to confuse you in all sorts of different ways and sometimes that tactic just fails because it's so easy to see through all the loopholes that they tie themselves in it's like they're little pretzels and you're just seeing right through to the truth and it's it's not very hard i mean it's <laughs> they're their only tactic is to confuse you and make you run around in circles like a chicken with its head cut off i mean if you can just keep your head straight and screwed on, then I mean, you can make sure that you can see through all these little loopholes. It's really, really interesting to get through all that logic that they have to uh, tie themselves in. And so they're bringing up all sorts of excuses, but the main, the main uh, reason for it is actually because Elon Musk is going to let uh, everyone say what they want to say. Uh, it's going to be like Twitter way back 20 years ago, or something like that, <laughs> 20, 16 years ago, whatever it is. And it's just going to be a place where people can talk about stuff, where you can say what you want, you can put out your opinions, and you don't have to be afraid 
that your opinions are gonna cause you to lose your job in the future, that your opinions are gonna cause you to uh, lose an entire social life in the future, that it's gonna make you go into extreme poverty for an extensive amount of reasons or uh, all sorts of different things. Uh, they, the left doesn't like that Elon Musk is making this happen. They don't like that he is making it so that people can say what they want to say. Within the law, of course. I mean, you can't just threaten to kill someone. But, actually, you can on Twitter right now. You can, you can threaten to kill someone, like the Libs of TikTok account, and you won't be banned. They, they will not ban you, unless it's brought to their attention and they're explicitly called out for it. Otherwise, they're just going to turn a blind eye to it. If you if you said I'm gonna kill Trump, nobody's nobody's gonna <laughs> nobody's gonna like ban you from anything, you know, because it's it's just a thing that the left accepts. They all want something like that. Maybe not that specific attitude, but definitely that general range. And so the left is now going to be shown as the true crazies that they are, which means that since they can't cancel people or that they can't eliminate them from saying their own opinions. Now, people are just going to say what they want to say. They're going to bring up evidence. They're going to bring up a bunch of different points and the left can't defend it. They won't be able to. Like there is a lot of things. There's a clip going around of Ben Shapiro supposedly getting owned by a uh, young adult and it's just it, I don't think that Ben Shapiro got owned. He just he just kind of stopped Ben Shapiro from talking. Like, he just interrupted him. So I guess if that's the left's tactic, which it is, the left just doesn't want you to talk. You can't, their points can't be challenged if nobody talks against it. You know? Like, it's like playing King of the Hill, except everyone has their uh, arms and legs bound together with rope. So it's, <laughs> and then you got that one guy that's just like, oh wow, everyone is just so bad and I'm just so great and no one has ever challenged my points ever and my argument is undefeatable. And then comes along uh, people who, like Elon Musk, have the knives to unbind the people uh, from their, well, I don't know, their ropes. This is getting to be a weird analogy, but I think you get it, that once he lets people actually be able to say what they want to say, the left will have no choice but to kind of shrink back into the shadows, because their points cannot stand up to the light of day. They really can't. It's, it's really interesting to see how this all is playing out. I mean, it's just, their world is on fire right now, and it's a thing that hasn't happened for the left for a long time. They've been... Uh, on the offense, they've been pushing their agendas, they've been doing all these things, and the right has just been kind of fighting against it, we've been in defense mode, we've had uh, shields up, all sorts of things like that, and now the left has to switch to our position in an instant, on a dime, and they can't do that. They have to go on the offense because they're so used to it, and right now they're in, it, they are in an extremely vulnerable uh, situation 
And it's really great because the right is finally being able to gain some ground. I mean, if you take the analogy that this is a giant football game and the right has just been on defense this entire time. And finally, we've got the ball and we're moving. We're moving up. And the left doesn't know how to react because they just know how to attack. They don't know how to play defense anymore. And so it's really interesting to see the massive shift. And so... You know, the right is finally gaining ground. Ron DeSantis, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, is a great example of this. He's been stripping Disney of its self-governing power because it's it's been getting into the political climate right now. And you can't just do that as a company in a state where you are literally going against the incumbent government. And you can't just do that without getting consequences. And so Disney is losing tax benefits and it's... It's not going to move from Florida. It can't do that. It costs so much money, and it would cost them so much future money of the uh, value of that park from all the guests coming in to Disney World. Then they're going to lose all that because they're going to have to shut it down in order to take it down, and then they're going to have to move it over. And it's not like <laughs> the easiest and cheapest way to do it is just to shut down Disney World and build a new one in like the Rockies or something. I don't know. They wouldn't actually do that because it's mainly uh, <laughs> Republican territory. But <laughs> you get the point. It's just really nice to see that the right isn't losing anymore. And we're finally getting back some of that ground. And this all kind of began with Trump. Uh, way back when he was elected, Trump started doing all sorts of things that actually made the country great. When I lived in Texas, the gas prices were extremely low. And again, that is Texas, of course. I mean, uh, but even in California, it was crazy low. Like California right now, it's like six and a half dollars. Like <laughs> I went there. It's crazy high prices. And even places in Southern Utah, which are still Republican, it's still like five and a half dollars. It's still crazy high prices right now and it's all because of joe biden's policies and the left they have all these different things that they're doing on their offense and now now the republicans are on offense and there is no way to react to it and we're finally getting ground we're banning crt from schools we're getting uh <laughs> we're getting the alphabet soup group agenda out of schools so that kids can actually learn stuff without being influenced or indoctrinated to be outputted as little good liberals and it's really great because finally there is a there is a shot there is a window in which if we take the chance if we take the opportunity we can make the country something of what a uh, just a country where everyone's opinion is valued and everyone has their own opinion, and everyone disagrees with one another on something, and people can respect each other for that. But right now, the left does not want that. Instead, they want all of their stuff. They want to be an overwhelming tidal wave on culture, and they just want to flood the entirety of culture with uh, gay, with uh, Republicans or horrible and they're violent and they're terrible but none of that is actually true most of the time any of those statements that are true are outliers 
and it's really great, and it's hilarious to see, honestly. I mean, I bet if we would go on to CNN or any left-leaning news, we'd be able to see just the hilarity. I'd get popcorn to watch that. That'd be the only time I'd watch CNN, just to see their faces just kind of, no! It'd be great. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's really wonderful. And I mean, shame, shame on the Democrats. I mean, truly. Uh... I mean, they're calling an African-American businessman a victimizer. Goodness, don't they know? Wouldn't they know that an African-American who has immigrated over here and started from scratch and made his, and climbed the ladder and made his way all the way up to the richest man in the world, and now they're, they're discriminating against an African-American? Goodness, they are so racist. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> that was sarcasm, by the way. Elon Musk is a African-American, which is why I bring it up. <laughs> so it's just, it's hilarious. I mean, truly is, because the left has so many double standards that they can't keep track of them all. So, yeah. Just to close up this episode, I know it's short, but uh, we're on Truth Social now. I mean, I guess from all the movement of Twitter accounts out and in that true social finally decided that they should uh they should update their waitlist and finally get us on there so we're on here now so go follow on true social that'll be fun i'll see you guys there and don't forget to follow us on twitter because of course we're going to give updates of whenever we upload a new episode of the podcast so anyways have a wonderful day share the truth uh share the podcast with anybody that you know would enjoy it and thank you so much have a wonderful day